hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You spend 10 minutes paying attention to what's directly in front of you and we all have about a, just a short oasis of relief from the madcap pace of life that is uh, the world in 2021. Hello, my name is Rachel Wheely. I'm a comedian walking a psychopath in SW19 on the most beautiful day in the world. It's absolutely gorgeous here. Uh, blue sky, but- butterflies. I was going to say monarch butterflies, but I'm not confident that that's what they are. Beautiful butterflies um, flitting about. Uh, I promise to take a picture for Instagram every day. And what I'm really tempted to do right now is to stop recording in order to take a photo of the butterfly. But if I do that, going to break everything so um, I may not be able to show you a picture of a butterfly on Instagram today. How the devil are you? Thank you for joining me and welcome to episode 13 series 20 of Walk the Pod. So it's still very windy, very windy like it was yesterday. Some kids lining up in the Wimbledon Chase Primary School playground, lining up in a big long line Uh, They're about to do something sport-based. I'm not quite sure what. And uh, I've got my wellies on again. Clamping up and down. Uh, Had a message from the mothership uh, following what I was talking about yesterday was a sort of like, you know, how do I I deal with all of this incoming stuff? Because there is a lot of it about, you know, emails coming in, texts. Messages, WhatsApp messages, tweets, Instagram posts, all of the millions and millions of things that come at us all the time every day. Um, And she was recounting that when she worked at the NHS, uh, her manager showed her an email once, which someone had just sent him with the uh, sort of reading required for a meeting the following day, which amounted to, she said, three full-length novels, which I think is... Probably about 250,000 words. And, um, and that's, you know, that's, that's not unfamiliar. I think I get sent sort of reading for meetings that goes on for pages and pages and pages regularly, actually. Um, and the idea that people is actually going to read all, all of this stuff is a sort of nice, nice idea. Um, sometimes I do. And actually, I wrote a note on my whiteboard in my kitchen this morning... Um, to, to remind myself to prepare for prepare for meetings as much as possible. Um, but most most people, I feel at the moment, just sort of just sort of turn up in meetings reasonably unprepared. That may not be true, but it feels like feels like it's true. Like people do the work in the meetings, which may be fine. Also, may actually be a very good way to work in some circumstances. It just depends. Um, and most people who are sort of doing back-to-back meetings all day, I don't know where they actually do the work. So it is kind of problematic. Uh, Mothership also suggested that I sort of ask what I should deprioritise in order to take on a new thing. And that's actually something that I already um, try to do because obviously you can't prioritise everything because that's not a priority. That's not a prioritised situation then is it if everything's a priority then nothing is um so we have to work out what we prioritize what we deprioritize etc etc um where are we in in everything 
In the UK, uh, COVID numbers are going up exponentially, which I think is causing people some stress and anxiety. I wrote something in my journal this morning, which, which I want to share with you, which is um, that there is this kind of, there is this idea that if you have mental health issues, that is sort of, it's a problem that you have as an individual. Now, I, I would argue that having mental health problems is a particularly sane response to the way that the world works, particularly the world of work. Having mental health problems when you receive 50 emails on 47 different subjects over the course of a day strikes me as absolutely sensible um, way to proceed. And all we can do is to do whatever we can for our own sanity and our own mental health to mitigate for all of that nonsense. In other news, uh, so, some really, really exciting news, actually. I am so, so hyped about this. It's not really, it's not really news. It's more like an event. Um, this evening, I'm going to a live, uh, streamed online live, um, chat between, actually, I, I don't know who's in it apart from Rebecca Solnit. Rebecca Solnit is a, one of my favourite writers in the whole world. She wrote a book called Hope in the Dark about protest, which I read and loved. She wrote a book called Wanderlust about walking, which I read and loved. And now she has written a book called Orwell's Roses, where she went to a garden that George Orwell lived next to for many years, and uh, he, he planted some roses in this garden and he wrote something amazing which was every time you commit an antisocial act push an acorn into the ground um Orwell being a sort of writer of dystopian fiction but also um a socialist and a a prolific essayist and one of my favorite writers of all time I would say both Orwell and Solnit are two of my favorite writers of all time so the Guardian saw me coming a mile away uh, I've just received the book in the post and, and I'm really looking forward to reading it. So that is um, an event that's happening tonight. So I'm looking forward to that. The kids are going to be there, so it's going to be sort of... It's going to be tricky to uh, pay it much attention, but I'm going to do my best. And maybe they'll send me, maybe they'll send me a recording. With a bit of luck. I feel very cramped today, I have to say. I've been sort of hunched over my laptop all morning in various meetings and feel like there is an air bubble somewhere inside me. It's going to go either up or down, I'm not sure. Or it's going to dissipate into a billion atoms and never be seen again. Who knows, poddies, who knows? Uh, full of energy actually uh, in this last week of the podcast I feel like I feel like last week I was in a bit of a in a bit of a hole this week I'm actually full of beans again and I think it's got to do with what I'm trying to cultivate which I've spoken to you about before which is an abundance mentality you know this idea of like there's loads and loads and loads and loads of everything for everyone um it's not necessary to feel like we have less than we want and yet we do mostly go around thinking we have less than we want you know 
oh, my relationships are not quite where I want them to be. I don't quite have enough stuff. I don't quite have enough money. I don't quite have enough time. And actually, broadly speaking, uh, that mindset is sort of a highway to sadness, really. Um, So I'm trying to cultivate an abundance mentality, which is much more like, wow, I am so lucky. I have the, the loveliest loveliest life ever Um, and in a sense I think that is true I get to walk in nature every day I have some excellent friends and I'm very lucky to know who look after me and believe in me and so on I have you dear potties some of whom are my excellent friends Um, I have my three beautiful children I have my co-parent who I'm very fond of I have my family who always look out for me no matter what nonsense I'm up to Um, I'm walking past an enormous amount of mushrooms today I've not actually noticed mushrooms on the psychopath before that's what today's Instagram photo is going to be of it's going to be of all the mushrooms which are incredible I wish I knew more about mushrooms and I could eat some Who knows what will happen if I do that. Might have a very trippy afternoon. (laughs) But yeah, an abundance mentality. Very, very lucky indeed. And I need to remember that. Because it's easy to forget. It's easy to go around thinking, oh, I don't have this thing. I don't have the exact situation I want. Um, And I I don't think there's a point at which that ever stops. Like, you could be the most successful, rich, powerful person in the world... With all the tea in China, and you can still feel like things are not working out for you. So I'm pretty sure it requires a mindset shift rather than more stuff. And we know from reading the stories of people who had nothing, including clothes and liberty, you know, people who were stuck in concentration camps and prisons, and they managed to keep an abundance mentality despite objectively having very little so there's really no excuse for me wandering around being like oh this thing it's not quite how I want it to be sure something isn't how it's how I quite want it to be of course it isn't but let's maybe focus on the things that are how we want them to be um uh, when I say that I'm obviously talking to myself as per usual Thank you for walking with me. It's been an absolute delight to tramp the psychopath with you this afternoon. And I very much look forward to bringing you episode 14 of series 20 tomorrow, the penultimate episode, before we dive back into music land and I bring you some tracks amongst the chat. So take care of yourselves. Don't forget to join the Walk the Pod Walking Club. You can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheelie is funny. You can go to walkthepod.com to leave me a voice note. You can WhatsApp me if you have my number, or you can email rach at rachelwoodley.com. So thank you, as ever, for listening. And don't forget to do your gratitude practice, because the gratitude practice feeds into the abundance mentality, and the abundance mentality is a pathway to happiness. Lots of love.